Welcome to Off the Air Shelf Podcast, where the focus is on field archery in the UK. I'm Rob, and I'll be offering you tips, advice, news, and interview some guests when I get the chance. I hope you enjoy it. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, I know, second week of January, and I'm wishing you a Happy New Year, but this is the first podcast of the new year, so I'm taking the opportunity to wish you a Happy New Year. It's actually my second attempt of recording this, because I made a rookie mistake when I recorded this earlier, and didn't check the volume and microphone settings, so... Though I did record the podcast, it was a pretty awful audio quality, so I am redoing it. No, I'm not a perfectionist. I just recognize when it's poor quality. Anyway, so let's get on to this. I hope you all have had a really good start to 2024, and you had a really good Christmas and the question is now did you make any new year's resolutions why am i asking well i'll come to that in a little bit but uh, i'm not a, a big one for new year resolutions i much rather make a decision at any point in the year and let's try and make that my resolution to move forward but i recognize that there are a lot of people out there that use the new year as a time for a fresh start or maybe to motivate themselves. Certainly by going to the gym, I have seen an awful lot more people at the gym in the last couple of weeks. And to the extent of, it's very weird because one day I went and there was not a machine empty. All the bikes, all the treadmills, all the resistance weights, um, everything was absolutely full. And yet I went uh, last Friday, not yesterday, but last Friday, and it was empty. There was like six people there. I thought, wow, okay, this is a bit weird. So if you do make a New Year resolution, then good luck with it. My comment around that, I will just say that if you're going to make a resolution, plan it out, have a strategy for it. Why am I saying this? Well, recently I've been listening to New Sensei. And New Sensei is a coach, a YouTuber, out of Australia, if memory serves me correctly, I'd apologise if you're not. Just me realise I should really check that. I'll probably do that now. One moment. I'm sure he's in Australia. Anyway, new sensei, YouTube. Have a look. He produced some brilliant stuff. Some people can end up say that always oh, he's a bit too target orientated, but he's actually produced some really good coaching materials, some really good basic instructional, basic improvement. Um, videos so have a look on that but in one of the ones he's put out recently is he started talking about preparing for shooting and that kind of concept of getting yourself ready for actually shooting and shooting more it's an interesting video it, it raises lots of questions about what preparation archers do do and with the new season sorry the new year coming in there's going to be lots of archers out there are thinking well i'm going to shoot more arrows or i'm going to do more competitions and it kind of got me thinking about that and it got me thinking about that in a way that you need to have a structure if you're going to accomplish something 
everybody needs a plan to actually move forward if you look at any of the self-help material that's out there they always talk about have a plan have a strategy for moving forward and it's the same with archery it's no good in my opinion disagree with me i don't mind let me know what you think but in my opinion if you're going to turn around and say okay i'm going to shoot more often then okay that's brilliant but how are you going to plan that how are you going to make that into a workable strategy that you'll stick to and you'll get the outcome that you want so are you going to be saying right i want to shoot more often and i want to improve my scores that's fine but you need to be thinking about okay well how can i do that when can i do that what kind of increments am i going to look at i've often talked about the idea of the archer's triangle and the archer's triangle being the archer the arrow and the bow and ensuring that all those elements are actually working together effectively because if they don't work together effectively the performance isn't going to be as great as you'd like if you start thinking about that and you start thinking about right i want to improve my scores well okay is your arrow ideally tuned to your bow is your bow set up correctly is your bow maintained correctly because let's think about it winter months a lot of people don't necessarily shoot that much so maybe their bows have been put away and the string hasn't been waxed or maybe they've been stored incorrectly or maybe if you're using a sight or a plunger button maybe that's been knocked likewise where your arrows are concerned the arrows you were using last year are they still usable um this year you know i knew somebody a long time ago that had their arrows in an arrow tube and he didn't realize he'd left it next to a radiator and basically they're wooden arrows and when he went to then use them he realized that a the glue had reactivated because it'd been next to the radiator they'd been warmed up and also it actually um, warped slightly by being proximity to the radiator and the heat so these are the things you want to think about also there's the archer aspect you know new year's resolutions people are saying i want to shoot more okay you're going to be shooting more but that was going to require you to be more physically fit to be able to shoot more it's going to require you to be mentally fit to be able to think about and keeping that concentration level up you know, what are you going to do to improve your physical fitness to shoot more often are you going to be going to the gym are you just going to be taking the stairs rather than taking the elevator or lift or whatever are you going to be able to have that concentration is is there any point in going out and shooting a hundred arrows um and then find that actually after the 40 arrows your concentration's lapsed i'm gonna to have to pause this because uh, sharon's presently coaching and uh, they're just coming back in so i'm just going to go and uh, check on them for a second more later so sorry about that as i said sharon's been coaching all morning and uh, had to go out so i just picked up the, the latter part of that coaching course that i've just been running for those of you who don't know we're quite fortunate the property that we actually live at we own the uh, land behind so we've got some land where we can have a range and we do some coaching here and it just makes it very convenient and in fact if you happen to have been watching archery geek outdoors uh, rich was around last weekend and was helping me with some reviews and looking at 
and basically an extra set of eyes looking at stuff. Sorry about that. Um, just in the middle of the podcast and the phone rings. Right, so where was I saying? Yeah, Rich was round um, from Astro Geek Outdoors and we were uh, trying out some flat bows. And he was uh, recording me. I think that's the longest I've ever been in front of a camera. for Ever, in fact. Uh, I'm not a, a big one for being in front of the camera. Perfect face for radio, as the old saying goes. But he and I were looking at flat bows because I'm... Fingers crossed getting an article in uh, Bow International on entry-level flat bows. And for those of you, some of you know, I, I love flat bows. I, I swapped my first recurve bow after I kind of started archery to start shooting flat bows. So I've probably shot flat bow for, oh, I don't know, 10 years or, or, or more of the like 15, 16 years I've been involved with archery. So going back to what I was saying, we were trying out these flat bows, um, different entry level ones, and I'm putting together some notes for an article to go into Bow International, the sort of things that you want to be looking at, you know, the kind of draw weight, hand grips, um, overall bow length, those sort of things, things to think about that you might not necessarily do if you're if you've come from a recurve, you know, things like you know, a flat bow is a lot lighter than a, a recurve is generally. But anyway, that's that was by the by that was doing last weekend, and I said this weekend I've been thinking about this new sensei uh, video and how he's talking about preparing. And as I said, if you're going to be thinking of a New Year's resolution, if you're going to be trying to set yourself some targets for the up and coming year, think about it from a practical point of view and try and map practical elements. So if you're going to be saying I want to shoot 60 hours a night, 80 hours a night, or every other night. Is that realistic? Because that's going to require you to have the time to do it, the space to do it. But also, building yourself up physically. You might be a case of, you might shoot 40, and then the following week you might be able to increase the amount that you shoot as you get stronger. Also, there's the mental aspect, and I've said earlier about the archer's triangle. There's an element under the archer which can be broken down to be the physical, mental, and shot process. And each of them are interrelated. You've got to have the physical ability to draw your bow and to shoot more regularly, and do so without causing injury to yourself, whether that be making your fingers sore, your um causing issues with your shoulders or just getting very very tired there's the mental aspect as well of being able to have that concentration because it's no good shooting 60 80 arrows if after the first 20 or so your concentration's gone and it can be quite mentally exhausting and also that then has an impact on your shot process flinging arrows out at a target might build your strength up but if your form isn't very good, if your process of shooting isn't very good or you're not sticking to it and you're being inconsistent. And that's something that we saw today when I was coaching because the young lad was getting tired. And I said, you know what, let's um, let's take a bit of a break. And took a break. He shot a few more arrows. And I said, OK, well, we'll call it a day for now because he's been out there. And it's, uh, it's not as cold as it has been. Uh, I spent this morning uh, prior to coaching chopping wood and feeling two wheelbarrows full of um, logs ready for the, the wood burner because it's been a bit colder here in the UK. Um, 
and we've been going through a few logs so i'm just getting some to bring in but um going back to what I was saying it's that aspect of if you're tired your concentration lapses if you're cold your concentration lapses so there are things you've got to think practically you know if you're going to be practicing in the winter have you got clothing that you can wear that isn't restrictive keeps your um, body warm so that you can keep your focus you know are your feet getting cold do you need to invest in better quality socks do you need better quality boots are you in a position whereby you can physically shoot more regularly and focus more regularly rich as you were saying last week he suffers from the cold terribly and he was wrapped up like the michelin man with like a hat and um fleece neck buff and everything and i'm there in just a woolly hat and a um a hoodie i i'm quite fortunate i like cold weather i'd rather i rather shoot in cold weather in some ways than the really hot weather so it doesn't really bother me that much but the thing being is that's something that i know from my own physical dynamics my physical characteristics if you don't know that and you're just sort of saying right i'm going to go out and shoot more you put a big coat on and then suddenly your coats um, or your your string is snagging on your coat you suddenly realize oh no that gets frustrating you get frustrated and you don't get the benefit from that so try and again i'm going to pinch an idea from another podcaster who who does this don't be this guy i'm going to try and turn that around and say like be that guy be the guy that yes okay you've got a new year resolution you've got a resolution to shoot more but plan it out set yourself goals so that if you've been shooting once a week for the last year and you want to increase then identify another night or another day that you can actually shoot and then think about it logically so think right okay in the time i've got available i can get 40 arrows off i want to make them to be good arrows so start thinking about your strategy making sure that mentally you're prepared um and one tip uh, i've said previously is that if you're finding yourself getting frustrated take yourself out of the situation and think about it from the point of view of if you've got a friend who's getting frustrated with their shooting you try and be supportive to them well if you're doing something and uh, and something's going wrong think about it from the point of view if that was your friend what you'd say to them and say it to yourself it sounds crazy but i was um oh who was it it was uh blueberry coaching or whatever i was following on instagram and uh, there was a comment in there about you've got to be kind to what you say to yourself it's very easy to talk yourself down and and get yourself into a negative point of view and you wouldn't want to do that to a friend so don't do it to yourself you know your brain hears everything you say to yourself sometimes i can have sensible conversations with myself but often i am in a situation of talking myself down and i've got a, that's something that i have to work out i'll have a, like a a mantra to yourself to just remind yourself that you know what you're doing you are capable of doing it and you are relaxed in your shot all helps so be that person be that person who sits down and thinks yes i want to improve i want to shoot more competitively and i'm going to accomplish that by building my physical stamina up by making sure my equipment and my arrows are right by thinking about my shot process and making sure that i'm preparing myself for that that you know i am going through it and i'm being consistent in going through it and what have you
Okay, what else has been going on? Um, very briefly, as I said, this is the second time of recording it, and it's not quite as fluid because I've had a lots of interruptions with phones going off and other things. But what else has been going on? As I said, um, this morning has been quite busy between coaching and chopping wood and stuff like that. And Sharon's also been out coaching. Um, one thing that we were talking about last week and I was talking to Rich because I had somebody down now in some coaching as well and we were talking about distance judgments and the aspect of some people find it hard to judge distances and I gave uh, Rich a tip and said well you've got a range finder and you go out for a walk around your local park or you know just at lunchtime go out pick something in the distance whether that be a dustbin a tray uh, or anything you know workbench Oh, sorry, seating bench. Look at it and say, I think that's 26 yards. Pull your rangefinder out and range it. And very, very quickly, you'll start developing your distance judgment skills. And that's a, that's a really quick and easy way. You, know, you want to start improving um, NFAS, is, uh, National Field Archery Society, is the home of unmarked distances. So distance judgment is really, really critical. And Rich is uh, Compound Unlimited, so he's got a sight, he's got to change his sight each time shooting a, um, a trigger release. He's got to make sure that he's kind of judged that distance. And if he's not shooting regularly, then he knows he loses that ability. So I've said to him, look, just go out with your rangefinder and practice. Likewise, there's also that aspect that some people, I was talking to somebody last week about this. Some people have like a, a a danger distance or a demon distance, I called it, where they really struggle. So the person I was talking to, they've got a, a their demon distance, if you like, is between about 28 yards to about 38 yards. They, that distance, you know, once they hit like 40 yards, 50 yards, 60 yards shots, they're fine. Close shots, they're fine. But they've got this mid-ground area which they really struggle at. And I was saying to them, and I was doing an exercise with them, I was saying, right, okay, we're going to shoot, first arrow is 5 yards, we're going to then walk back to 10 yards, we're then going to walk back to 15 yards, each time shooting an arrow, and we're only going to shoot 4 arrows, and on the 4th arrow we're going to walk all the way back to 5 yards. And we did that, and we did this for a while. And we said, so I said, okay, next time after we've done 5, 10, 15, we're going to go 10, 15, 20. And we're going to do that. And... And then I saw saying, oh, why are we doing this? Well, there's two reasons. One, it was a cold day um, when I was doing them, giving them a coaching session. There was a northeasterly wind blowing, and it keeps you warm. It keeps you active. It means that when you go back and you do your last hour at five yards, you know you can hit that gold at five yards, and you don't need to think about it. It's there, bang, straight in. So you're ending on a high. It's reaffirming to yourself that you can shoot and are capable of shooting. And the other thing that we then do, that's a, that's a really good warm-up exercise. The next thing we can, we're going to do is we're going to sit at 20 yards and we're going to wait until your arrow's going into a nice grouping. And then we're going to just move back a couple of yards. We're not going to go straight to 30 yards, 35 yards, if that's your demon distance, and start flinging arrows down at the boss. Because your you've got it in your head that that's a demon distance for you that's a danger distance that's a distance that is uncomfortable for you 
So we're going to shoot at a distance you're comfortable at, that you can pick a spot on the target easily, and you can put an arrow, and then we're going to just go move back a little bit further, and we're going to shoot again, and we're going to keep doing this, gradually moving back and keeping that grouping tight, and keeping the focus, and also talking to your coach and saying, what's going through your mind? What, what are you doing different at 15 to 20 that you're doing at, you're either doing or not doing at, uh, 25 30 35 and quite often it's things like you get you know there's a mental panic as to oh it's this distance oh sh should i and where should i put my arms and stuff like that and effectively you're stepping out of your shot sequence you're saying out outside of the norm because you've got it in your head that this is the the that distance that confuses you and you're there thinking okay should i have my position here should i be here and then, oh, I want to see where the arrow goes. So you're kind of dropping your bow arm because you want to see what's happened. So you're not having that consistency in your release, in your anchor point, in your arm position and so forth. But you're breaking it down. You're breaking it down and you're building the confidence up. And as I said, the end of the session, put them on a close this target, five, ten yards or something, then plink some arrows into the target because they will put those arrows into the gold, into that spot again and again and again it's reconfirming to them that yes they can actually do it and that is really really important um other thing about coaching nfas um has just put out what is called a checklist of um for sign-ups and coaches or things that should be covered and in what individuals should be uh, have knowledge of or be capable of when they get signed off as a full member of society of the shooting society this has generated some interesting discussions with coaches on some message boards. I'm probably going to expand on that in another session, simply because very shortly the next magazine is going to be hitting the uh, carpet, so to speak, coming in through the letterboxes. And that's going to have a lot of different proposals and rule proposal changes. Um, coming out to be voted on and i think that's worth probably doing a a podcast on specifically kind of talking through some of my thoughts um observations about it and, and considerations sorry if you can hear my my tummy rumbling will i have any lunch yet i think that yeah that that's something i'm going to touch on again that um the the nfas and the nfas coaching elements because i think I can see what they're trying to do. I can see why they're trying to do it. And I, I know a little bit about history of it. So um, we'll see how that goes. And as I said, there's going to be a load of new proposals or rule proposals. And uh, I think I'm going to close it there then. I'm going to close this now. As I said, if you made a New Year's resolution, good luck with it. Uh, stick, if you can stick with it, fantastic. But think about it very carefully don't set yourself up for failure set yourself up for progressive successes and if you want help with kind of setting realistic goals or thinking about the goals that would be practical drop me a line more than happy to help out you know if you if you want to talk about what could be your steps what techniques you might find useful i can certainly try and offer some advice and some thoughts on that but 
be careful when you sort of think about things like, oh, I'm just going to shoot more, or I'm going to do, do more competitions, because that does have an impact on you. And shooting more in itself doesn't necessarily improve your shooting. Anyway, thanks very much for your time. If you get a chance, go check out New Sensei's um, video. I think it's actually a really good video. Also, check out uh, the podcast that um, Archery Outdoors has done. He's done. He did Trad Sniper, I think it was last week. That was that was a really interesting one. He's done a few really good ones recently, and they, they, I think the last one's quite long. It's about three hours long if you actually listen to it. But it's a really good discussion about the ideas of oh, trad shooting and stuff like that. And uh, have a great 2024, guys. Good luck and uh, catch up with you soon. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any feedback or questions, drop me a line. My email is offthearrowshelf at yahoo.co.uk but you can also find me on Instagram, YouTube and Facebook all with Off The Arrow Shelf. I've also got an offthearrowshelf.com website. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your shooting.